Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, let's talk this out on, uh, on, on live radio because we all know who you are. You've been traveling around to bars all over the Bay Area, uh, visiting other countries. Uh, do you drape yourself in these flags when you're there? Uh, where have you been over the last week and a half? You are Captain World Cup. Yeah. And we are one hour and 38 minutes away from Team USA, the U.S. men's national team, playing for their World Cup lives against Iran. Don't call it Iran. They exactly. get very, very upset. One As of they our, should. Yeah. One, well, I mean, who's not? Everybody mispronounces countries. This thing's being played in a place that technically is called Qatar. Exactly. Qatar. But nobody calls it that, and I don't see anybody getting mad. We all mispronounce names. Uh, that's just what we do for a living. So, um, but anyway, it's Iran, and uh, we need to have a game plan in terms of how we're going to handle this uh, during our show at 11 o'clock. Well, I, I feel like that I, as the number one, well, we. I would say I would put myself number two as far as number two, as far as uh, on-air soccer aficionados on this station. Spadoni? Ray Ratto. Ray Ratto. Ray Ratto knows way more about soccer than I ever will. He's been a fan of soccer longer than I have. God, I hate it, that guy. You know yeah. you love me, Ray, is the thing. No, he really uh, doesn't. No, he actually adores no. me. Oh, he and I have a very right. deep kinship. Okay. But I would defer only to Ray and the rest of all y'all bandwagoners, <laughs> your every four-year fans, I feel like I should be the one primarily who should be allowed to check out when that game gets underway. Now, the thing about it, Mark, and this is for the YouTube audience, normally I'm here, you're locked here. in with you, you're here, and, and you're there, there, and the TVs are over there, over there. but come 11 o'clock, yeah, well, let's just might, do this, yeah. let's just do the show, it's a no eye contact Tuesday, or, or like, yeah, and you know, cheek to cheek, like YouTube will right, just be looking right. at our, our, I'm fine with that, I'm more like, let's, let's not get in trouble, we don't want play by play, but it's 11 in the morning. I think a lot of people are going to be driving around. People are going to be at work. Bonte's going to be napping. All of these exactly. things, right? There are a lot of people who can't just go, well, I'm sorry from 11 to 1 today. I'm out. I'm going to go watch soccer. I'm out. So I think it's it's upon us to keep people up to date. Uh, right. And oh, he dribbles it and he passed it. No, no play by play. But I think like we also we're fans. And he fell down, but I no one told you. Him. I told you when when Landon <laughs> Donovan scored that game, uh, scored that goal against Algeria to put us into the knockout stage. I was working at ESPN seven ten down in Los Angeles. They have a long hallway, totally. and I and I ran, not Iran. I ran. Uh, that works. I ran so far away. I ran, and and that was just. That was an extemporaneous piece, Dibs. Yeah. I didn't plan that. So I might, I don't know what I'm going to do if they score. Like, we are fans. That is an emotional moment. No doubt. We've scored one World Cup goal. I was at the, the Amici's in Redwood Shores doing a live broadcast on a, on a different station. 
And uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, his drop is a little bit better. I was doing local. He was doing national. No, no, but, no, local. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was exciting in the full house and the crowd goes wild. But today I would imagine that uh, many, many Americans who aren't normally soccer fans will be locked in. Of course. We'll be watching 11 o'clock against Iran. And, and, and we must win. It's none of this like, well, if a draw in, in a goal differential. Gotta win. And if this happens and if that happens. Win and you're in. Win and you're in. It's a must win, Mark. And if you don't win, you're out. I'm out. You're out. You're out. That's it. So Iran is going to be guarding the goal. Uh, we're going to park the bus. They're going to park the right. They're going to pick them up off the team bus, and they're just going to stay there. And so we're, we we got to work that out. And no shaming. If you are a World Cup only soccer fan, if this is when you show up to the party once every four years, welcome. Get on the bus. Yeah. We gots to win today. So uh, we got all of that. And then ponder this. And 888-957-9570, the number. We always welcome your phone calls, your texts on the Xfinity Mobile text line. And good morning, Twitch, YouTube. We love having you here. Let's get the comment feed going. Let's have some fun. Um, did the 49ers mess up by trading Jeff Wilson? Ponder, consider, think, form an opinion. Shout out, Christian. Share it. We're going to do that next, and Mike Silver joins us in a half hour. Um, it's all brought to you by Pfizer. It's Willard and Dibs on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Birds? Joe Shasky from The Morning Roast. You know you can listen to us every single morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Check us out on YouTube while you're at it. Now back to Willard and Dibs. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, you know, we're doing what we do. We're doing the show, uh, Joe. Right. Thank you. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, good to see uh, Bonte and Joe this morning. Uh, but Bonte, night-night, go to sleep. Um, the morning roast or what are you doing t-shirts among the things available at the 95.7 The Game Shop. Go to 957thegameshop.com. Get yours. Uh, where's ours? I thought I knew a guy. Do we get a free what are you doing t-shirt? I'm not like sure. We came up with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought they were going to be uh, delivered in-house so that we could wear them and showcase to the people what they look like. Yeah, uh, on the way, on the way, as all things always are. Kind of like Mike Silver, Chuck Cooperstein, and Tim Kawakami, and a World Cup match for the USMNT. I believe that we will win. All of that is coming up. We got a lot of Warriors stuff today, too. Fascinated by this game that you'll hear on 95.7 The Game later on this afternoon. Dubs and Big D. Uh, We've been asking for a while, why aren't the Warriors better? Why aren't the Mavs better? 9-10. and Look at this matchup between last year's Western Conference Finals. Both of these teams just like struggling. And I know there's only three games that separates the top and the bottom right, of the whole right. playoff thing right now. So it's no big deal. But like everyone's struggling to even be in the 10 seed right now with these two teams. Is this a Western Conference rematch or is it a play in preview, Mark? Um, neither. Right. Neither. Which one is closer to the truth, you think? Um, are these two teams like going to be trending toward being what they were last year? Or are they looking mm. more like they're going to be in that 8, 9, 10 
kind of slide. I think the Warriors are definitely trending to where they were last year. You're starting to see things normalize. That whole Utah-Portland thing at the top of the Western Conference is now not what it was. And you look at the top of the Western Conference standings, and who do you see? The Suns, the Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies, and the Clippers. Those are your top five. That's what we expected. And you're seeing the Warriors at the eight seed with an upward bullet. Uh, they've won seven of their last ten. They've won three in a row. They've got a positive point differential for the first time all year. We get it. All of the things are oh, look happening. look at that. Yeah, you're right. right? But... Party crashers nine on the road. But, granted, <laughs> right? But they were they were they were zero and nine. Yeah, so like two right. and nine sounds great. But there's party crashers. I can't figure out Minnesota. Looks like the Gobert thing was misguided. Yeah. Um, I can't figure out Dallas. And is Sacramento real? They've suddenly lost three in a row after their uh, party uh, at the top. So I do think there will be party crashers. Mm, I. I Dallas didn't belong in the Western Conference Finals last year. So that's the other part of it. I think Dallas yeah. is solid. I don't think they're at the top of the heat. But if you look at the bottom five, Dallas, OKC, the Lakers, the Spurs, and the Rockets, the only one that feels like they don't belong there is Dallas. Dallas. And the, the, I mean, and the, Lakers, the Lakers are a mess. And, you know, Houston and San Antonio and OKC, you could argue they're tanking. So if you move Dallas up into the top 10, which of those teams is the one that doesn't belong? Is it Sacramento? It's either Sacramento, Portland, Utah, or Minnesota. Right. That I think that, that, you know, one of those four, at least, but I think one of those four will not be in the top 10 and Dallas will be. Right. But I think the Golden State Warriors are going to be in the top four. When it's all at said least and done. the top six, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I know. don't think it's a play-in team. Well, if you look at if the Warriors can go fifty and thirty-two, which it seems plausible right now, they'd have to go thirty-nine and uh, twenty-seven the rest of the way. You figure this team should be able to be twelve games above five hundred. If you go fifty and thirty-two, you might be the three seed. You might be the seven seed. It's going to be that close, yeah. I think, at the top of the West. Could actually be drama in the end of the regular season, like the last right. week or two, like with seed positioning because of this playing thing. There's like obviously huge motivation to get the hell out of the seven, eight, nine, and ten seeds and get into the top six. So we'll see how that goes. But Warriors have definitely righted the ship, and we got some good stuff on that for you coming up. Okay, Mike Silver, who joins us in 23 minutes, tweeted yesterday. So. That Jeff Wilson trade is looking regrettable. Did he sniff? I think he did. <laughs> he, did a, he did a Twitter sniff. sniff yeah, the he did. I don't know. Guru has definitely been rubbing off on me. That's, so, oh, that's two days in a row that's since so I returned good. from the. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. He, <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be doing the. <laughs> or this. Oh, that's, that's my dog. My dog is a panther. Oh, my gosh. Honey. By the yeah. way, is it dog people? Anything to be concerned about? She is as healthy, knock on wood. Yeah. Penny. She is as healthy as can be. And she's awesome and all of all, all of that stuff. But man, when we go to the park and we get a good run in, she pants for like 25 minutes. She'll be in the car just right on your right shoulder like <laughs> and you're just like <laughs> as you drive home she's like, going right shoulder. Yeah, Chica, back down. You're all up in my space over here. Do you here. have a window open so she could like pant out the window Sometimes, if she certainly if I make a stop, if I got to go, you know, to yeah, whatever gas station yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatnot, but yeah, like I got the air on in there. Isn't she's that fine. Isn't dog sweat by panting? I just know that I've been around other dogs and they're not 
like, yeah, a little bit after you run, but right. I mean, 20 minutes later, <laughs> that's Sounds like, like my gosh, issue. calm down back there. She's anyway. going too hard. Yeah, so. Uh, are I you at altitude? Uh, no, no, we are, yeah, good old Bay Area flat ground, so I'm not a panther, that's my dog. Okay. But anyway, Jeff Wilson trade, regret- regrettable? Do you, do, would you put that label on it? Not yet, but uh, you are answer. one tweaked hammy or one pulled groin away from it being regrettable. And we don't know if Jordan Mason can come in and actually carry the load, quote-unquote. Ty Davis-Price hasn't really carried the ball at all this year. What does he have, four carries? Or, yeah, I can look I mean, that up. I mean, healthy, that yeah, healthy and active. Healthy last and week. inactive, you know. Yeah. Healthy and not really carrying the ball. So now you look at your running backs, and you've got Eli Mitchell, who's out for six to eight. I saw the report yesterday. We'll get to do a Doc Pandia tomorrow or Dr. Yeah, Brian Feely. I'm not sure which one is in. but 16, by the way. 16 carries for TDP this year. Yeah, and it feels like... Averaging 2.3 yards a carry. If he's going to be a guy who can carry the ball, this would be a time where he would be up and active and maybe he gets a chance because otherwise right now, you've got Christian McCaffrey, you've got Jordan Mason, and you've got Debo Samuel. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like the way you answer it because... To me, it is, it's a dot, dot, dot. And there even was a dot, dot, dot in Silver's tweet. He said, dot, 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 regrettable. Yeah. And I was like, dot, 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 wait and see. That's where you put the sniff in for the dot, dot, dot. Because if I'm going to try to get into the mind of Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, let's think this through. Because the easy snap react is, dude, you traded Jeff Wilson when Elijah Mitchell was coming back from a major injury, and the other running back you're relying on is Christian Flippin McCaffrey, ask any fantasy player the last two years if maybe he ever gets hurt. So I know the immediate reaction is, y'all should have known that he was gonna get hurt. So, I'm sure, they're not stupid. They're like, yeah, we, we, we may need more than these two running backs the rest of the way. Okay, let's play that scenario out. They're doing a few things here. Jeff Wilson's about to be a free agent. He's probably going to leave. They would like to replenish some draft capital. They've used a lot of draft picks. So those are the two positives. But you lose an experience back and you lose your depth. So they play that on their mind. All right, if we trade Jeff, what happens if Elijah comes back and it's not right or he gets hurt again? What happens if Christian McCaffrey gets hurt? Are we prepared for that? The answer to me is, let's wait and see what Jordan Mason and potentially Davis Price do if they end up getting some run. Mason has looked good now. Again, very limited work. He actually has fewer carries than Ty Davis Price. He's only got 10 this year, but he's ripped off 46 yards, 4.6 a carry in very, very small action. (laughs) But but 4.6 a carry is good. That's a good number. That is a higher number than Christian McCaffrey is averaging, for example, this year. So if Jordan Mason can do the job, who cares? Who cares? Let's stop acting like Jeff Wilson's a star. He's not. He's experienced. He knows the system. Solid player. But if you get rid of a free agent to be, get a little draft capital, and rely on some young guys, I'm cool with it unless Mason goes out there and stinks. If Mason goes out there and misses a bunch of blocks and somebody crushes Jimmy Garoppolo and he gets hurt, now now we're in a space where we can be dot, dot, dot 
regrettable. And I also think, and this maybe is going to be something that happens today or tomorrow, you still have Tevin Coleman on your practice squad. So in terms of you know what the team thinks about Jordan Mason and Ty Davis-Price and the fact that Christian McCaffrey is a little bit banged up, if you get into practice this week, Tuesday, today, Wednesday, and you start to move closer to Sunday's game, if you feel like you don't have enough, you do have Tevin Coleman yep. that you can elevate again. So I'm not as concerned about Jeff Wilson Jr. yet, but we are one injury away from it being a real thing because I don't want to have Jordan Mason and TDP as my only two ball carriers going forward into a real big game in December or January. I also think the 49ers value this, and you can criticize it because I don't think Jeff Wilson was going to make waves in the locker room, but I think the 49ers, based on what I've seen in this particular locker room, this era, they really value their guys all being on the same page. They really do. Like, I'm uncomfortable right now seeing some of the comments from um, Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward went public a couple of times now. He did again today. He went public with, man, it's, it's been really hard to move to nickel corner. Like, he made the comments today, like, I'm in the NFL top 100 as a safety. That means the rest of the world outside of this building are giving me recognition. But inside the building, I get replaced by Tashawn Gibson. I'm in the NFL top 100. Like, think about that. That's not, uh, it's just a ranking list. But by the same token, there's nobody else in the NFL top 100 that loses their gig when they're healthy. All of a sudden, he becomes a nickel corner in a contract year. Now, he also stated, I understand that's what this team needs from me right now. And so I'm willing to do it, and he's doing it well. But the 49ers value everybody being on the same page. And Jeff Wilson was not going to be on the same page right. when Christian McCaffrey was acquired. And Jimmy Ward is maybe not on the same page, but at the same time, he understands in a contract year that this can help his value if he goes out and he balls out. Because if you look at that roster and you don't have anybody else who can play nickel corner as well as Jimmy Ward can play the nickel corner. And by the way, Jimmy Ward, this team has stood by you on about five different occasions when no you doubt. had injuries. No doubt. So, it's, you know, and I know he's, thir- what, 30, 31 years old, and he's looking at probably his last contract coming up, and he doesn't want to play nickel corner because he knows he's a better safety than he is a corner. But in this spot, Mark, and he knows it, this defense is so nasty. Tashawn Gibson can come in and play safety better than anybody else can come in and play nickel corner. No doubt, no doubt. And I think he gets that, by the way. I don't want to paint the picture that Jimmy Ward hates Kyle Shanahan or something like that. Yeah. I think he gets it. I think it's disappointing. I don't think it's where he wants to be. Right. It's a trickle down from Mosley getting hurt. Exactly. And so your nickel corner has to move over and just play corner corner. And and, and they don't have a replacement. And so they got Jimmy Ward. And in some ways, there's a hidden compliment in there, which is that, dude, you're incredibly versatile. We can move you around. You're a smart football player. You're exactly right. He's 31 years old. He's been around this system. He gets it. There's not a lot of people who can do that. But Jimmy is also looking at this in two different ways, which is, hey, not only am I NFL top 100, I'm in a contract year. And a safety gets paid a hell of a lot more than a nickel corner. And so it, I'm sure, feels to him um, like his money is getting messed with, with what's taking place. Again, you understand it. You're not going to like it, though. 
And, and and so the 49ers feel very, very uncomfortable with that stuff. And so I wonder if there was that was somewhat of a motivating factor to get Jeff Wilson out of the building. Maybe. And, you know, I think Jeff Wilson sees the situation, and the team does too, where, okay, we're going to acquire Christian McCaffrey. So now we go McCaffrey, Eli Mitchell, Jeff Wilson Jr., you're the, you're the third stringer, and we really only use two running backs for the most part. You know, we have, and you saw it when Eli Mitchell was hurt for that brief moment, McCaffrey got all the carries, and then when it came time for a closer, you brought in Eli Mitchell between the tackles. McCaffrey, much more versatile. He can run routes out of the slot. You can split him out wide. He's a totally different back. Eli Mitchell, much more of a between-the-tackles guy, and that's where you look now at this situation, and it could work short-term because Jordan Mason is a big, bruising, physical back. So he can come in and take the Eli Mitchell role of, you know, mostly between the tackles, not a big-time speed guy to the outside. You still have McCaffrey, and you've got Eli Mitchell, and I wonder if they don't elevate Tevin Coleman from the practice squad just to try to add a little bit of depth because TDP, so far, they haven't had a lot of faith. He looks closer to be in the Trey Sermon role, mm. which sadly, then he does in the Jordan Mason role. I mean, you just stop drafting running backs. Right? Stop I mean, drafting running backs and then not using them. Stop drafting running backs and then... Kyle's an addict. Jeez. <laughs> He's addicted. Like, I mean, and I actually don't... It's like, I don't even believe what I'm saying. Like, draft who you think... is Like, every year, no matter what has happened before, you got to go with who you think is the right pick at the right time. So I'm not telling the 49ers any rules about positions, but... This is an odd truth, which is that they keep drafting running backs, and then when the draft is over, they're like, hey, yo, you get, get over here. We'll get this, sign this piece of paper. We'll give you a couple of bucks. Come to camp. And that hey, you guy beats out whoever they grabbed in the third or fourth round. Seems like it happens every year right now. TDP, third round pick, uh, 16 carries. 37 yards. You go back to the previous year, Trey Sermon. Third round pick. Third round pick. 43 carries, buck 86, and he's no longer with the team. And then you go back to 2017. Joe, Joe Williams, Williams. Fourth round pick. Zero carries. Never saw the Zero field. yards. Right. Like not an NFL player is what you got in the fourth round. However, you grabbed Elijah Mitchell in the fifth round and then go to the UDFA list with the San Francisco 49ers. And it is Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson and now Jordan Mason. And as mentioned, Mitchell in the fifth round. Like those are the guys who have actually done some things. So listen, I. I don't see what they see in their workouts. I don't know what they're going to do this weekend. You're right. Tevin Coleman might get elevated. And, it, like, would anybody be surprised if he's actually the number two, along with McCaffrey this right. weekend? I don't think anybody would be surprised. I'm hoping that's not the case, because if that is the case, that's a referendum on Jordan Mason and TDP telling you that neither one of them knows how to pass block yet. I hope that Jordan Mason has learned a thing or two on this because, especially because of the type of runner he is, the body type he has, look where it feels like the 49ers have struggled this year. Those third and ones and those fourth and ones. Jimmy Garoppolo's over here doing RPOs for crying out loud. Give me a back who can get a yard. 
And doesn't it feel like Jordan Mason, even right. more than right. more than McCaffrey? Yes. Is that guy? Inside well, the guards, be that guy. inside the tackles for sure. And I, I do think Jordan Mason will be up, and Jordan Mason will get a chance to run the ball in those situations. Christian McCaffrey, I think, obviously is going to be split out and used as a receiver a lot. He'll get to run the ball as well. But if I'm Kyle Shanahan and I'm looking at my game day roster, I'm concerned about the what-if portion of of the program. What if McCaffrey is over there doing calisthenics uh-huh. again in the second quarter? And now my only running back is Jordan Mason. And you and now we got to use Debo Samuel a bunch. But, but then again, if your last name's Shanahan, that's kind of what you do. Like that, like what's the likely scenario? Let's say McCaffrey's over there doing lunges again. Okay. And, and now you're playing the game, and here you are. It's the second half of the season, and you're looking at Jordan Mason and Ty Davis-Price over on the sideline. What's more likely? 49er run game comes to a halt, or a star is born, and everyone runs to their fantasy football uh, free agent wire. What's more likely? Right. I, I would say the third most likely scenario is, uh, hey, Debo, uh, yeah, remember how we well, gave you that contract? P.S. We may not keep you next year, but in the meantime, would you mind toting the rock again? Let's pretend it's the snow in Green Bay. We're going to need you to carry it 14 times, kid. <laughs> he not gonna, that to me is the most likely. putting out there that he's leaving next year. He's not going anywhere next he year. Might he might be. I mean. If you want Jimmy back, you can't keep everyone. And I know you talk about, uh, like, doing, you know, Parag Marate doing yep. salary cap gymnastics. Everybody, line up. Can you imagine the meeting? All right. Debo, you sit there. Kittle, uh, we got your seat right here. Fred Warner, we're going to need you to have a seat right there. Come on in. Have I'm a seat. Dead. Oh, Eric, yeah, right there. Are oh, you? Hey, Trent Williams, come over here. Everybody. Uh, have a seat. Here's the deal. We're restructuring all of you. All of you. You guys want to win? Yes. Remember that Super Bowl we just won? You want to stay? You want to try to do it again? You're all restructuring. Remember that pick Jimmy threw early in the fourth quarter? How close we were? Well, darn it, we're still close. And we're bringing him back. No, it can be done. It can be done. There's a cost. I mean, here's something else we can ask Silver about, because he's on this on Twitter this morning. I'm not getting laughed at. <laughs> you are not in control of whether or not you get laughed at, and you love being laughed at. It's your thing. <laughs> laughed with, I yeah, guess. Well, anyway, whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll laugh at you, just in your general direction. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I laugh in your general direction. <laughs> so um, he is talking to everybody. He, he's like, yo, the Rams are done. Not not this year. Everybody knows that. Like dun 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 dun. They're getting dun 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 dun. The Rams are getting married to last place, and it's gonna be a while. Have you seen what Sean McVay is talking about this morning? Aaron Donald's got a high ankle sprain. Okay, is it gone, McVay? It might be. It's a three. It's don't walk off though. Yeah, that's for eleven a.m. Anyway, Aaron Donald's got a high ankle sprain, so they're not giving an update. But we know high ankle sprains. He not playing this week. Matt Stafford not playing this week. Cooper Cup not playing this week. Can't stop Cooper Coop. Allen Robinson is out for the year. Man, Daryl Henderson plays for the Jags. I mean. All of these things have happened. They're tanking for Wenbanyama. Big problem with their tank. The Lions have oh, their pick. Sugar. The Detroit Lions, That's who, awkward. by the way, upward bullet for the Lions. Go back to the Matt Stafford trade. If it were to end today, and it doesn't, but if it were to end today, the Lions have the number three overall pick in the draft, courtesy of the Los Angeles 
Rams. We're going to bite a kneecap off. You're damn right. You're going to bite the Rams' helmet off. And, and we can get into this in, like, um, in February right or March. Right now, it's we definitely the Rams. No, it's definitely the Rams. They won. They won. Yeah. This is not a. This is not a. This is a funeral for a 98 year old, not a 60 year old. Okay. Man. This isn't sad. Rest in peace. Like they did it. They did it. They good got life. the trophy. Yeah, it's a good life. But they are up a creek. Like what creek, Mark? Um, I don't know the name of any creeks. You could say the name of it. It was a TV show. Creek. Oh, Dawson's. Oh God. <laughs> You're not going to get me to swear on the air. I'm not doing it. You can say Shit's Creek because it was a TV show. <laughs> you like you push the envelope. I'll be over here. All right. All right. I got to stop. You won't even lick the envelope. <laughs> yeah, the, licking envelopes is gross. And you What do you do when you why, have to seal an envelope? Because, no, they've got the ones now with the no, little tail off. What do you off. do if you have to actually... Like, I don't buy those envelopes. Oh That's why. Oh, my God. I mean, this guy. No, I lick the envelope. But it is funny. Like, why did it take... You like, lick so, your finger and then dab, 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 dab? No, I don't buy one okay. of those. I did have a job sponge. once upon a time to have a <laughs> little sponge. And I just sat back there. I was in the mail room at Cal Poly. Just whoop. I was just sending all those letters to people. No, you didn't get in. No, you didn't oh, no. get in. No, you didn't get in. Crushing no, I'm, people. I'm kidding. It was actually usually the welcome packets. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Why did it take so long for somebody to come up? You know what? We don't need people getting paper cuts on their tongues. Uh, we could just do this self-adhesive uh, thing. That took a little longer than it showed up. Why it's did it take it. us that long to come up with Velcro, for crying out loud? Same yeah, thing. Thank God. Well, except for that's caused kids to not be able to tie their shoes at age 11. But anyway, <laughs> uh, put that aside. How done are the Rams? Is the Jeff Wilson trade actually regrettable? Mike Silver joins us in moments, and that's what's up next on the game. Brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. It's Willard and Debs. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.